Hey everyone, it's me, Ricky J from the British Columbia Real Estate Podcast. Welcome to episode number nine. We got a special guest today. Jeff, unfortunately, is out of the office, but we do have Mike Tiara, mortgage broker specialist in the building today. How's it going, Mike? Good. How's everyone? Well, I hope everyone's doing good. I mean, it's just me and you here, right? So you guys definitely know this is being done live. So diving right into this episode there, Mike, uh, there's been a lot of questions being asked about the new buyer qualification mortgage stress test right. rules coming in right. for the interest rate increase, right? Um, I wanted to know basically a few things. I wanted to know some more information about it from your side of things. I uh, also wanted to know that do you feel that this might have a, a impact on buyer potential, right? From pricing right, right. power from buyers. Do you feel yep. that this will play a big role? Even from what I've heard, you could probably clarify it better than me, is, uh, you know, from what I've heard from last time when they did the mortgage rate increase for the buyer qualification, um, would this be more than that? Or like in terms of the effect on the market, would you feel like, you know what I mean, compared to last time where the rate increase was higher than it was from this time? Right. I mean, would that play a bigger role in purchasing power for potential buyers out there? Well, with this whole new uh, mortgage stress test, what it's done is it's created a lot of conversation um, around, you know, can I get approved? Can I not get approved? And at the end of the day, um, this mortgage stress test is going to make it a little tougher, mainly for new home purchases, like for first time home buyers. Mm -hmm. It's going to reduce your buying power they save up to five percent so to put that you know in simple terms let's just say before june 1st you were going to get approved and you got approved you went to a broker you got pre-approved for a million dollars right after june 1st that same person would be approved for nine hundred and fifty thousand. okay right a little bit less a little bit less so well you know that's quite a bit oh yeah that could (laughs) that's quite a bit (laughs) that could be a big that could be the difference between whether you buy or not right true yeah so you know what it is it's um it's you're getting approved at two basis points higher um than what your actual rate is so if you get it's at 5.25 or two basis points higher than what your approval rate is. So if you're going to, if you're getting a rate of 3% for whatever, your credit's not the greatest or, you know, whatever it is, and they're giving you a rate of 3%, you got to get approved at 5%, Mm, right? So, and 4%, you got to get approved at 6%, right? So So they're trying to see basically if you can qualify. At 5.25. Okay. Yeah, or two basis points higher than what you're being approved at. Okay. Now, would you say that, uh, would you see that this would have a significant impact on the market in terms of buyer buying power for buyers? Yes. Yes. First time home buyers? Well, it depends because only first time home buyers, a lot of people that are buying these, uh, homes, Mm -hmm. you know, that are well over a million, these people already have homes or making investments. These people already, you know, they, they won't be affected, um, as Mm -hmm. much. Okay. Right. But newcomers, yes. First time home buyers, they will be affected by this. Okay. Definitely. Now, some of the biggest mistakes people make when getting their pre-approval done. I mean, what are some of the things that you've come across? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's probably a lot, but I mean, we're trying to keep it short and sweet for you guys. And yeah, so I mean, what are some of the common things, common mistakes that uh, you've came across? 
during the pre-approval process? Well, the biggest kind of, well, during a pre-approval, really what it is, it's a lot of people who are uh, applying for it, especially if you're a first-time home buyer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of uh, just coaching, right? The biggest mistake is that people get a pre-approval and go ahead and mistake that for an actual approval mm-hmm. and then go ahead and make a purchase. You know, the you know, remove subjects without financing conditions or for whatever reason they think this is a firm approval. Well, that's not the case and it's the biggest mistake people make. Um, you know, because once you get the pre-approval, the bank's basically gone ahead and said, hey, we, we will potentially give you this much money if all these conditions line up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at the time of getting your offer accepted, there's still other things that go into it. You still got to get an inspection done on the house, right? The lender might go ahead and say, no, we're not going to go ahead and give you a mortgage on this house. You know, the roof needs to be replaced, Mm -hmm. right? So the pre-approval is only just that. It's just a pre-approval, not a formal approval. Make sure you speak with your broker before you go ahead and, uh, you know, make any bold decisions. Okay, awesome, awesome uh, answer to that question. Uh, I wanted to ask you another question just on the side there. Regarding credit ratings, um, I've had people ask me all the time, hey, is it true that, you know, when applying for a mortgage and people check my credit, every time you guys are doing that, is that affecting my credit rating every time? I know I know the difference between a soft check and a hard check, but I mean, a lot of people out there don't. <laughs> so, I mean, can right. you maybe just verify that for them? <laughs> I know this is... I get know. that question all the time. I get that question all the time. And the answer to that question is mm-hmm. that... The credit rating that you have, yes, when a mortgage broker goes ahead and does a credit check, it is a hard hit. It may have an effect on your credit rating. Mm-hmm. But that is not a reason to not do the credit check. So what what's really um, damaging to your credit is credit seekers. Like So if you're continuously going ahead and applying for credit cards, you're continuously you know, uh, checking your credit or you're going and getting a pre-approval done from this mortgage broker and the next thing you know, you're going to the next guy and you're getting a pre-approval done. <laughs> yeah. um, this continuous checking of your credit mm-hmm. is what's going to bring your score down. Okay, right? so it can affect. The biggest thing is car dealerships. Mm-hmm. You go to a car dealership, you go ahead and you try to get financing done. The, that's the number one thing, car dealerships. I'll see a credit check done five times on in one day because they'll try to do financing through one of their lenders. They won't do it. Then they'll go ahead and do a different one. They'll try three, four different finance options, you know, and they do, they'll hit your credit sometimes five times. Okay. So, so it can definitely affect Yeah, that. it will affect your credit, but um, like I said, only really affect those people that are checking their credit all the time. Okay. You know, what are some of the advantages of using a broker of for your mortgage pre-approval instead of using a bank? Well, this actually ties into the last question, actually. Mm-hmm. So okay, it's perfect, perfect. because <laughs> with a mortgage broker, we check your credit one time. Mm-hmm. And that application that we have, we can go to a variety of different lenders and go, you know, well, this is the application we have. This is the credit score. What can you do for us? Mm-hmm. Right. Like how much can we get? Will you approve this person? A lot of times what will happen is is we'll get an application and the application may not be the strongest application. So we will have to go and try to get an exception on on certain things. So, for example, TD might come back and say, well, no, we're not going to take this file because of this, this, this and that. Whereas Scotia might come back and say, you know what, we'll take that file um, and we'll look over these one or two things and we'll get them approved. 
Now, if you're not using a broker and you're doing and you're trying to do this yourself, mm-hmm. you got to go to TD yourself. You got to book that appointment, and then if they say no, you, you got to go to Scotia, check your credit again. You know, and also for uh, as a broker, we have access to private lending. You know, if uh, let's just say your credit is you know bruised, yeah, right. <laughs> To be, let's say your credit's <laughs> no good, right? A lot of people out there. <laughs> let's just say honest. your credit is above, below 600, mm-hmm. right? Chan, you're not going to get approved at the bank, but we can get you approved as a private lender as long as you have 20% down. Okay. Right? And then, uh, so, you know, the brokers, we have a variety of different avenues to help you get approved. Okay, perfect. Um, so, there you guys go, okay? <laughs> Advantages of using a broker over a bank to get your pre-approval done. Uh, now, for first-time home buyers out there, what are some of the things that you would maybe recommend in terms of the planning process before the pre-approval, like maybe before they give you a call so that they can make the call quicker, you can make it as fluid as possible when well, you're dealing with a client? For first-time home buyers, the biggest thing I recommend is just remember... That's exactly what it is. It's your first home purchase. It's not going to be necessarily the place that you're going to be living in forever, right? So mm-hmm. the biggest mistake that first-time home buyers do is they, you know, get it in their head that they're going to get this the best place ever, and then realize, you know, when they sit down with a broker and the realtor, that that may not necessarily be the case. In this market that we have, my biggest recommendation to a first-time home buyer is not is to not chew off more than you can bite, <laughs> right? Don't yeah. put all your savings into a down payment. I would say start small, mm-hmm. right? If you got to get a condo before you get a townhouse, get the condo, build your equity, mm-hmm. flip it, get into a townhouse, get into a townhouse, then go and get into a house. Um, that's the biggest thing. Now, in in terms of getting ready for your pre-approval. You want to make sure that you have a letter of employment that's uh, within 30 days. You need a recent pay stub. Um, you know, the tax documents we can get for you off the internet. You know, a lot of people, you know, get worried, like, how am I going to find all these documents? Don't worry. We, you know, the snapping away, we can go ahead and we can, uh, we can get those off the internet for you. But mm-hmm. that's like I said, it's a stressful thing for first time home buyers, especially the mortgage pre-approval process. But Come speak with a broker, um, you know, and we can definitely help ease that uh, ease that for you. Yeah, you want to give off your information as well? Yeah, my name's uh, Mike Tierra. I work with the Mortgage Center. My phone number is 778-968-9079, and uh, you call me anytime. Yeah, we'll put that information in the description. And I know we didn't have an actual video for you guys this episode. Uh, we just kind of wanted to do a short and sweet one because we've been having a lot of questions about the stress test, and we had the perfect guy to talk to today, Mike, in the office. Uh, we were actually working on some stuff here, so we thought we'd kind of, you know, do this quick episode for you guys. Um, now, any last tidbits you want to add? Anything for the people out there trying to maybe, or even thinking about maybe getting the pre-approval, maybe thinking about. I would a say, call. <laughs> call, give me a call. Let's get. You know, a lot of it is just confu- a lot. Of, there's a lot of confusion going on, especially when people don't know how can I get approved. Oh, I don't think I'm going to get approved. Give me a call. The pre-approval process is no charge. The pre-approval is good for uh, four months. Okay. So, you know, it's not something where you get pre-approved and you got to go buy right away. No, no, no. You know, we can get you pre-approved, walk you through the process uh, from beginning to end, from the pre-approval to the closing. You know, we got uh, the realtors, we got the mortgage brokers, everything's a one-stop shop. Um, No, give me a call and uh, we can definitely get it done for you. Perfect. Perfect. Thanks a lot for stopping in, Mike. And, uh, 
helping me out with this episode. <laughs> right? Not a problem. Okay, and uh, like, comment, and subscribe, guys, for everyone watching this on YouTube. And we have uploaded this podcast on many, many different of the major streaming platforms out there like Spotify and you guys know Tidal and all the other ones. Apple iTunes Music is coming up very soon within the next month. We've had a lot of listeners lately from USA, United States of America, uh, <laughs> primarily from California. So thank you guys a lot for listening. If there's some specific questions you guys want answered, definitely drop us an email or you can comment in the comment box, of course, uh, if you're on YouTube or Obviously, email us if you have any other questions that you want answered. We're going to be signing out here. Uh, thanks again, Mike, for coming in. No problem. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Take care. See you later, guys. See you guys.